Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. Uh, my name is Timothy Robert Dunn, a filmmaker in Los Angeles. And my name is Abraham Lincoln. I am also a filmmaker in Los Angeles and the 16th president of the United States. Uh, this used to be a podcast about uh, politics and history between myself, uh, Modern Millennial, and um, Abe, one of our great presidents. Uh, but then, during the pandemic, we realized that it was time to chase our dreams. And now is a podcast about making movies in Tinseltown. <laughs> Abe, it's, uh, it's an honor, and as always, to be here with you. Um, I'm sorry I couldn't be on the episode last week. It's just once, um, well, just to catch the audience up a little bit, we're working on a movie with Michael Bay. And you and I went out to see Lightyear with him last week as buds. It was good to just see a movie well, w- with my buds. Yeah. I, I haven't done that in a while. I went with him, yeah. I, I think you were there, too. I was, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think I might have texted you. Anyways, wires crossed. We all ended up at the movie together, and it was cool to eventually sit together uh, and uh, see the movie. Um, and then afterwards... You know, just chopping it up with a director like MB, talking about Lightyear, talking about how much we all loved it. Um, I pitched the idea of he's working on on this movie with us, and we're doing a table read soon for uh, President Metalhead. Um, and I pitched the idea of wearing a costume of the character I'm playing, the Sentinel, to him. And he said, "Yeah, you go do that. That's a great idea." And I was like, "Yo, it was, I, I, you know." It reminds me of, like, when priests say they hear the voice of God. Like, that's what it reminded me of. And, like, I took it and I ran with it. And I spent all week working on the on the costume, man. So that's what I've been up to. I, I just want to apologize for not being on the episode last week. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It's good to have you back. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, so today, I, I want to talk a little bit about costuming. Um, Abe, this is something that you and I haven't really talked about oh, in regard to the movie. Wait, we're going to do the episode on costuming? Yeah, what um, what did you have in mind? I, I, I thought just generally we could kind of talk about the things we've been watching, like The Old Man on FX, another great mm. success for FX. I got to say, it's sure an excellent show. Um, I thought that's kind of what we discussed is The Old Man. Yeah, I just feel like given what we've both been working on all week, I thought costuming was maybe a little bit of a, a better topic. All right, are we talking... But so we're talking your costume. We're not even talking costumes like in general, like what what shows and, and movies have good. Well, costumes. maybe we're in the, we're, maybe we're a little bit in the woods here. Let me. Uh, why don't I start out with something I've I've uh, just wanted to express about this topic? <clears throat> Let me begin by stating that I believe costuming is an underappreciated element of the cinematic experience. Costuming can be just as impactful by being either elaborate like the kind you see in the glamorous dresses worn in the city of Panem by Effie Trinket, played by Elizabeth Banks in The Hunger Games, or mundane, like the cookie-cutter salesman suits worn by George Clooney in Up in the Air. Both of these costuming examples inform our characters, letting us know what they value, how they see themselves, what they want, without needing any dialogue hey, at t- all. Hey, Tim. Yeah, what's up? Uh... So are you going to read the whole legal pad that you have here? Um, I'm, It's just, it's not too long. So yeah, just, uh, just a little bit more. Simply by dressing our characters, we can open a window to the audience from the cinematic world we create, allowing us to world build through cloth and color and design. Uh, now, Abe, 
let's think of the costumes of a favorite of yours, Star Wars. When you picture the costuming of the Empire, what do you see? Well, I see their, like, kind of, like, beige-green, like, uniforms with the little, like, admiral um, insignias on them. Beige-green? Beige I, I picture, like, the... The, the, the little hat, is from? the hats they wear the little like oh okay sailor hats yeah and uh they have gloves and boots right and, very kind of orderly and, and military in, in nature yeah and you know i picture those guys first yeah the kind of the bureaucrats i think everyone thinks, totally. of, the, thinks of the administrators when you say the empire and the Wars. officers and and then when you picture the costuming of the rebel alliance what do you see i see you know ragtag yes whatever they have kind of like the revolutionary war you know dirty kind of thrown together probably not as much skin as you would want what do you mean well i just think like if i was gonna give notes to george lucas i would probably say like we needed some more skin like i think return I feel like we're getting a little bit of field of what we're trying to talk about return uh, what of is the that... jedi really nailed it i think with princess okay. leia's costume I think she really, that's what we're looking for. That's not a popular opinion nowadays. What what do, when we think about those two um, kind of costuming choices, what does that tell you about the state of the war between the two factions? Wow, this is getting very rhetorical, Timothy. I, I guess uh, it shows me that the Empire has a lot of resources and the, right. the, the rebels are sexually repressed and not allowed to express their... Okay, one out of two isn't bad. Yeah, totally. So uh, it's that attention to detail and that imaginative quality to inform a cinematic world that I harnessed this week when I created my costume for the co-lead of President Metalhead, the character of Sentinel. Now, my costume for the table read isn't ready yet. It's in production right now. But um, I'd like to show you an artist's rendering I created to kind of give you a sense of uh, what I was going for. Um I'm just going to upload this to the chat right now and let you take a look. Um, <laughs> feeling very vulnerable right right now, but I, uh, yeah, I spent the whole week kind of working on this um, artist rendering. So when you get that file, Abe, just go ahead and open it. And I'd like, if you would, to kind of describe what you see um, from the artist rendering to the audience. Yeah, this is good, Timothy. Um... So this is why we couldn't do the podcast in person? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I've just been so busy. Okay. Um, yeah, so we see uh, the Sentinel. Here he is. Yeah. Um, we see, uh, Yeah, there's a lot of annotations here. And uh, Oh, yeah. Do you want to read through some of those? Yeah, I guess. Um, first off, we see the at the top, uh, we see it says Final Fantasy Hair, but there's no hair on the figure. It says Can't Draw. Yeah, that's kind of the one... Um, kind of screw up I have about the the artist rendering. I can't, I just can't draw like Final Fantasy VII or Final Fantasy VIII, like Squall or um, Cloud Strife hair. But it's like it's like that spiky blonde or spiky brunette. Like it, picture that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Picturing that because there's nothing now. It's just a smiley face. Right. I notice one arm is much more muscular than the other arm. Yeah. Let me just clarify. I'm not much of a drawer, so I use this. Um, online service called auto draw where you just like kind of start drawing and then it's like did you mean this and then you pick from a series of things so as you can see the hands have these like weird 
nails on them like really like long feminine nails but then like big strong arms anyways i'm just trying i'm trying to give you a sense of what i'm going for with the costume so got it well this asymmetry yeah. is really jarring i think that could really work for the character okay i like we'll keep it then we'll keep it what do you think his the reason might be that this character has a really strong right arm but then like kind of a skinny left arm i feel like this is you setting me up for a joke and I'm, I'm taking this very seriously, so I, I just want to have you continue kind of describing the... Okay, great. So on the other yeah. side of the top, it says Sentinel's Curious? Curious? What is this? Curious, yeah. What is a Curious? Uh, it's a kind of armor. Um, yeah, kind of uh, like upper body armor, essentially. Okay, it says it can't be destroyed stronger than any armor Metalhead has. That's right, yeah. Okay, well, Metalhead doesn't have armor. He's got a metal head. He doesn't need armor. Yeah, well, even if he even if he did have armor, it wouldn't be as strong as uh, the Sentinel because the Sentinel uh, has the strongest armor. So, and that set, that Curus has been like handed down in the Sentinel tribe. Um, so yeah. Oh, nice. He has a tribe now. Yeah, it's a tribe of wandering Sentinels, and they uh, defend places, and then they move on to the next place. So. Okay, then we have the Sentinel Sword of Darkness, and uh, yeah. parenthetical that says can destroy Metal Head's Metal Head if they fought. Correct. Yeah. It can. That'd be a cool fight, wouldn't it? Oh, man. I mean, Sentinel would win, but it'd be a cool fight. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be good. Uh, hey, earlier you said that this he was a co-lead, and I just maybe wanted to revisit that at some point, because I don't know if that's... Um... Yeah, we can revisit that at some point. All right, like, there's four more annotations here. So this one okay. says leg pockets for throwing weapons. Yep. Daggers, throwing stars, kunai. What are kunai? Kunai. That's uh, kind of a Japanese uh, throwing weapon. You can also put a rope on it and like use it as a, uh, a ranged weapon. Okay. Okay. Uh, and condoms. Right. So he's got which a... kind of yeah. Well, the Sentinel practices safe sex. He goes from town to town, and uh, you know. Yeah. 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 Uh, um... You, you they, they're very particular particular about who can join the tribe also so like he's got to be careful with that yeah well speaking of the other annotation says extra large crotch pat protection padding needs more room down there than metalhead yeah yeah okay makes sense how tall yeah. how tall do you think the sentinel is because it seems like you think he's like really no, tall? yeah right and you're picking up on the fact that there are other people that we're about to reference uh in this image uh and th that's not to scale this, I would say the Sentinel is like 6'4". Okay, nice. Yeah. Wait, how tall is Metalhead? Well, I was thinking 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, okay, then he's probably 6'7". Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then there's uh, another... Uh, there's a speech bubble down here on the left. It says, four score and seven years ago, I fucking suck compared to this guy. And then it's a guy yep. with a stovepipe hat, stove hat uh, a frowny face. Um... So wait. Yeah, I just needed like a random like passerby on the street to kind of weigh in on on the Sentinel. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what this Victorian dude's timeline is because he says four scored seven years ago, and then he, present tense I fucking suck, and then compared to this guy, so it's like he started off saying four scored seven years ago, and then he just, yeah. then he got distracted and realized I fucking suck compared to this guy. Yeah, like maybe he was writing something, or maybe he was just like getting started on a sentence in some way and then he just realized i fucking suck compared to this guy yeah okay i got it all right and then uh yeah. um then there's a bunch of uh 
little children and they say ooh la la he's like metalhead but handsome no 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 they're not children no 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 look it's a blonde it's a redhead and a brunette so they're they're clearly women oh but they're so little yeah they're in the background and sentinels in the in the foreground and he's like he's holding his hands up to show like the really strong like ripped muscles and stuff so they're all looking at him on the one arm the other arm has the vein with the muscles so they both have muscles I understand the other arm is like a little straighter, but like, yeah, they both they're both there. Okay, well, that's not really part of the costume anyway. Neither yeah. are these like these people in the background. That's that's not really good. But I guess that's kind of what your point is. Like you're talking but about. But they the- inform. Yeah, they inform the world. Everybody looks at him and is like, uh, he's like a handsome metalhead, and this right. other guy's like four score and seven years ago. I fucking suck compared to this guy. Yeah, so it's like in yeah. Star Wars, you wouldn't just render the empires. You have to actually put some rebel people in there too to give it context. I guess is what you right think. saying something like um, uh, "Do or do not, there is no try." Whoa, I fucking suck compared to this guy. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, I think the the characteristic features are he's got um, uh, he's got a lot of armor and condoms and a sword, but no gun, huh? Well, okay, and I was going back and forth on that. Because um, as we say out here in L.A., guns are having a bit of a moment, you know? They're having a bit of a moment right now. And, you know, I just went back and forth, and do I want to include that as part of the Sentinel costume? And I think, like, I don't know, does this jive with kind of my moral standing on guns? But then uh, there's another part of me that's like, yeah, but like, if he runs out of kunai or daggers or throwing stars, he's gonna want a gun there. So, I think I think I will go with a gun. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a gun at the table. Read. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you need to have a gun at the. I table. I think that's a good idea. I'll I'll probably reach out to the um, Illinois militia guys we're friends with and maybe see if they can hook me up with that. Okay. So. No, I don't think that you need to have a gun. In I'm just saying. I don't think you, and also Timothy, I don't think you really need to be in costume at the table read. I think uh, Michael Bay said I should be in costume at the table read, so I'm going to be at, in costume at the table read. <laughs> Do you think he was? I thought. See, I thought he was. I think he, I thought he was joking about that. That that seems like a weird joke. If if that's a joke, like there's no punchline to it, that would just be really mean, and that's not my friend Michael. So okay, yeah, yeah. So well, it's just everyone laughed afterwards. Why, why do you yeah. think they laughed? Like, it was a laugh of, like, wouldn't that be cool? Oh, yeah! It was, like, that kind of a laugh. At least that's how I'm remembering it. Okay, all right, fair enough. So, yeah. I guess it's all blue, the whole, all the costume is just all blue? I saw it as, like, a cobalt blue, yeah. Like, dark, dark blue, almost on the edge of, like, gray. That's what I was going for. Okay, yeah. all right, Timothy. Yeah. So what do you think, man? I'm going to be wearing this with the with the sword and the kunai and the dagger and throwing stars and condoms and the gun at the table read. Hey, I'm glad. I'm always happy to see someone express their creativity. You know, I was someone yeah. who didn't have the opportunity to do so, and now I think it's something that everyone should be doing in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm glad that this is exciting for you, that you went ahead and you um, commissioned this with an actual costume artist. Oh, no, I did this myself. Oh, you're making this yourself? Uh, well, sorry, the rendering I made myself. I am, yeah, I'm, I'm having a, uh, I'm spending a lot of money on like a Hollywood costume, costumer that worked on the original Iron Man suit, uh, developed this for me. So yeah. Okay. It's going to be functional too. It's going to be fully functional. I'll be able to run and fight and use the condoms 
in the outfit if I want to. So. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. great. I mean, yeah, that that could be a lot of fun. And buddy, the way the way I'm gonna look in this costume might be using those condoms. You know. Hey, a lot of people they 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 really really get a lot of confidence and a lot of joy out of cosplaying. Sure. So I think yeah. that's great. Well, it's not it's not cosplaying, but yeah, I know what you mean. I yeah. Well, let's let's revisit the idea of you coming dressed to the table read like this. Okay. Tell you what, we'll we'll check in uh, next time. But folks, that table read is coming. We're just you know probably a few weeks away now at this point. But um, Abe, any last thoughts on my uh, on my costume or any of the features before I go? No, um, the old man is really good, and I recommend everyone watches it because it's going to be wrapping up in uh, I think uh, next week. So make sure you um, check it out. It's really a great example of um, storytelling and world building. And a lot mm-hmm. of times I find flashbacks to be kind of a crutch, but this really nails it because it just gives away a little bit of information at a time. I'll have to check that out. Cool. Um, folks, we will see you next time in 15 Minutes with Lincoln. But in the meantime, uh, email us at 15minuteswithlincoln at gmail.com. That's America. One five minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions uh, for the Sentinel costume or what kind of condoms uh, the Sentinel should carry around, I'm thinking the warming ones, the like ones where you put it on and it gets really hot. Uh, or as always, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, I think that's going to do it, and we will see you next time on 15 Minutes with Lincoln. 